From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Okay, so that was some ceremony, I must say. I... I, I sometimes like to think that because I tend to release episodes a little bit later than everyone else that I have the benefit of hindsight and this is an ongoing conversation so I'm hoping that this is the one episode I can have on it because a lot has happened but I might have to do a secondary episode because you know what it's one of those things where stories develop and change and you know exactly which story I'm talking about but I don't want to get into that just yet I wanted to take dedicate most of this episode to just the awards right now and just give that hot give my takes on it because there is a lot to say and i do want to talk really quickly about some parts of the ceremony um i'm not a big fan of the three hosts at least not together at least i think amy schumer is whatever like i never thought she was particularly particularly talented um regina king you know what she is great she could have hosted the academy awards by herself wanda sykes I don't know, like, she's fine, but uh, you know what? I was not a big fan of some of the comments that were made about animation. Like, they were regarding it as, like, a lesser a form of cinema because, oh, well, the only animated film I saw was Encanto. And some people might say that some of the comments did not seem super insensitive, but you know what? The comments that were made about animation in that ceremony were, were insensitive in the time that you know what, we just recently got off having a conversation about John DiMaggio being underpaid for Futurama, which is an animated role. We've also heard discussions about how Space Jam 2 and did not have any credits for the animators, or at least in this case, did not really credit all its animators. And you also, we've had conversations about how every other animated film has really been made in almost sweatshop conditions where people are overworked and that because animation takes a really long time to make it is getting to a point where animated films are being rushed out even though the quality is great in any and everything like no one's denying the hard work somebody is there's a somebody making a comment about how animation is is just for kids and continuously putting out this propaganda about it it's so over i am done with hearing that i really am like i am sick to death of hearing that joke every other year at the academy awards and this time i was just like you know what you know what half of these films that are in the animated category were films that people really enjoyed people really loved mitchell's and the machines because it really resonated with them people really loved encanto that movie is probably the most talked about movie from 2021 along with spider-man no way home and to some extent licorice speaks up <laughs> for if, if or power of the dog or you know most of these movies were talked about coda a lot right but like spider-man no way home and you know, Shang-Chi and Encanto were among the most popular films from last year. Encanto keeps getting talked about because of the fact that it's on Disney Plus and people really connect with it because it talks about family dynamics and family relationships and trauma. So what 
makes you think that it's right to call it like a kids movie and it won which you know what i thought Encanto was gonna win it was obvious and you know what i would have preferred the movie flea which flea is not a children's movie flea is a documentary animated movie about a man who fleed his country that is an actually great movie and i loved it so for me when they kept calling it like a children's medium i thought you know what we need to get this done because i remember a long time ago when beauty and the beast was nominated for best picture somebody made the comment of you know what what what's so great about directing a bunch of paper you know it doesn't really count if you direct moving paper which i thought was just terrible because you know what if a director can direct moving paper that says more about his vision than if he directed a bunch of actors. So, you know what? Not a fan of those comments about animation. If you on if you honestly agreed with them, don't. You know what? Don't don't listen. You know what? I am done hearing this hot take. Animation is a medium that really captures the heart and soul of a creator. So I'm done with it. I really am. I don't want to ever hear that phrase again. I don't want to ever hear the discussion about how it's a cute children's movie. You know what? Because movies like Turning Red and movies like Snow White, they really spoke to people at their time. And you know what? I am so, I'm just so done with hearing that propaganda because it disparages and it also creates an atmosphere where animation, people who work in animation, do not get paid enough because their work is undervalued and because disney plus has systematically been putting their movies on as pixar movies on there therefore causing pixar movies to lose money at the box office even though they're getting critical acclaim it is a mess but let me get to some of the winners so for best picture we got coda which i personally was vying for licorice pizza but i knew coda was gonna win so i will be honest coda deserved it but you know what i my personal favorite was licorice pizza but coda was fine best director jane campion you know what i had issues with her statements a couple award shows ago but you know what i yeah she deserved it in this case like i did think she was really good at directing the power of the dog so if it was if someone was gonna win it was gonna be her and therefore making her the first person the first woman very specifically, the first woman to win Best Director twice. Of course, uh, men have done this before, but uh, so, you know, maybe the first person's not accurate, but first woman to be able to do that. That's great. And for Best Actor, Will Smith, um, actually, my bad. Jane Campion is not the first woman to be nominated. She was the first one of the first women to get nominated twice. But she is actually the first woman, the third woman to win the award, which is still an accomplishment. So my bad. Minor self-correction there because I tend to forget that Catherine Bigelow won the first time. And then, you know, Chloe Zhao. So this is the second time in a row that a woman has won an Academy Award for Best Director. That's great. I actually like seeing women succeed in that department. And so let's go over to... I'm going to skip one category for now because it leads into a discussion about another category. So that category being best actor, I do want to acknowledge that Will Smith definitely deserved it for King Richard, loved it, but we want to move on to something else just because it leads into a different conversation. Best actress for Jessica Chastain. You know what? That that woman has worked really hard and I really liked her in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I actually looked at this list and at first my pick was Kristen Stewart, but then I re-watched re re Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye and you know what? She was great. I'm glad she got I'm glad she won. 
for Best Supporting Actor, Troy Katsu for Koda, making him the first deaf actor to win an Academy Award. Brilliant. I thought he really gave that movie the heart that it needed. And I just loved it, honestly. I loved every minute of his performance and I was glad he won and the academy members giving him the the um, signing equivalent of an applause was just wonderful I love those accommodations you know you know people might not get it if like they don't hear the clapping but I'm glad that people were able to get that for for him the clapping doesn't matter because he can't hear it but it's nice to see like the hands because that really shows the love that he got for that performance and he was one of the very clear winners that year this year so i'm glad and then for best supporting actress uh ariana debossi for west side story as anita the first uh, one of the first times that a two women share the same role in which they won an academy award so meaning that um Rita Moreno won this role back in 1961, and so a couple decades later, more than a couple decades later, uh, Ariana DeBossi won it again, becoming the first Latina queer person to win an Academy Award for acting, which is great. I love it. I, I This is another case where the supporting categories were, uh, were, there was an obvious winner, and I'm glad that the obvious winner won because they were the best performance of the bunch. Um, best screenplay, Belfast. Not not surprised by best original screenplay, but I would have loved to have given it to Licorice Pizza because that actually had a great screenplay. That would have been a good pick for it. But you know what? Licorice Pizza didn't win anything. And that was my favorite movie from last year. It really is. I should do my my favorite films from last year as a separate episode. But spoiler alert, Licorice Pizza was my favorite one. But best adapted screenplay, Coda, which in itself was a remake. Coda's a remake. People forget that. And so I'm not surprised. And then best animated film was Encanto. I said it deserved it, even though I have a personal preference for Flea. Best international feature film, Drive My Car, even though, again, I have a personal preference for Flea. And then Summer of Soul. You know what? I'm glad this one, even though I love Flea, I really actually really love Summer of Soul. So I am glad that a lot of these movies won. Best original score, Dune. You know what? I get it. I love it. I dig it. That's I even even though Encanto had a really great score and best original song some people were mad because we don't talk about Bruno had a remix at the Academy Awards which I thought was kind of uh, not good I mean I get what they were trying to do but they they should have just done, done the whole song instead they didn't need to add no no nobody else they didn't need to <laughs> add anything extra it's a great song there's a reason why it hits you know even though it's one of those songs that they don't submit for Oscar contention like they have they put other another song in this but the song no time to die from the movie no time to die won best original song and you know what I think I would have voted for We Don't Talk About Bruno if it was nominated. Again, when I say I would have voted, it doesn't mean I would have literally voted because I'm not in the Academy, but I that would have been my pick. But No Time to Die, I actually liked that song. So when people were kind of saying Billie Eilish winning an Oscar is like a bad thing, I'm like, no, you know what? That girl is actually talented. People always like to push her down because, again, there's this idea that newer music is somehow worse than like old like newer artists are always consistently compared to older artists like you know an older artist will have like a legacy of works and yet there will be one artist who will have like two or three albums and people will compare it to an artist that has like 10 albums and they will say like well my parents music was better you know what no it wasn't 
No, it really wasn't. And this new era of music is just fine. Billie Eilish is a innovator in the music industry right now, and she's actually a pretty good singer. I actually like her music, and she ha- captures a very certain atmosphere that, you know what? I am really happy for her to win an Oscar, especially at her age, and I think that she isn't quite done writing music for the movie, so we'll see how it goes. But it's crazy. She won before Diane Warren even won. And then Best Sound and Best Production Design and Best Cinematography all went to Dune, which is great. And then I, I do want to say that I'm happy for the honorary Oscars that Elaine May won an Oscar because she is a woman that really just pushed the boundaries when it comes to directing, especially considering that she was a woman that was always underestimated by her peers. But... She has recently gotten a lot of love, so I'm, I'm glad. And then Samuel L. Jackson won, which makes me happy because that man has been overdue for an Oscar. Liv Ullman, that woman has been overdue too. So I'm glad to see a lot of people overdue for Academy Awards. Now, I guess we have to talk about the one incident that really, I don't know how to put this, but like we really have to like talk about the Chris Rock Will Smith situation so I I'm gonna have a separate episode on the desert scene to talk about this incident but I do want to say that the incident itself tends to overshadow a lot of the good things that happened at the Academy Awards like a lot of the like accomplishments like the first movie with an almost all deaf cast with the majority deaf cast to wins best picture the first queer Latina wins for Best Supporting Actress. And then we also have the first deaf actor to win a Supporting Actor Award. And so we have all these really good actors who also have waited a long time, like Jessica Chastain, to win their Oscar. We also have like the third woman to ever win Best Director and making it the second time in a row that a woman wins Best Director because last year Chloe Zhao won. And so, again... It's a case of like all these really good accomplishments being overshadowed by one defining incident. And I get that there's discourse on it. And so I wrote a couple of things down, but I, I'm going to kind of go off the cuff a little bit with this. The Will Smith, Chris Rock situation, I'm not going to, is basically Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, basically calling her G.I. Jane 2, or at least I, I'm not going to quote the exact joke, but it's like, when are you going to make G.I. Jane 2, which is a reference to a movie called G.I. Jane where Demi Moore has very little hair and you know you get the joke you get why he made the joke because of her because Jada Pinkett Smith doesn't have hair and has actually been suffering hair loss because of an autoimmune uh, disease and so Jada Pinkett didn't react very well to it you can kind of see that she wasn't exactly happy with the joke and so even though it seemed at first that Will Smith laughed a little bit I can't speak to why he left. There's some, I think that there's a mixed reaction there. I think you can laugh at something at first and kind of feel like the audacity of it, right? But not necessarily support the joke. Because I've seen situations where like, I would laugh at a joke that was made about me, but I would laugh because I was mad because the person making it was really being insensitive, right? And so after that happened, Chris Rock made sort of a reaction like, whoa, man. And then you saw on stage as it's going live, Will Smith got on stage and then slapped Chris Rock in the face and then got off the stage. And then Chris Rock was like, 
it was a G.I. Jane joke or whatever. And then Will Smith said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth twice. And Chris Rock basically saying he will. So what had happened later on was that the LAPD was later trying to get involved in this, but Chris Rock decided not to press charges and the Academy tried to ask Will Smith to leave, but he didn't get to leave. So um, then 20 minutes later, Will Smith won an Academy Award for Best Actor for King Richard, which, you know what, I'm going to say this really honestly, that should have been the, the if any, it, the sad thing is that that should have been one of the highlights of the evening was him winning Best Actor. But because of what happened earlier, that win, which is well-deserved and was hard fought for, did not get did not get the moment that it does that it should have gotten in fact it got overshadowed by a m- moment of weakness or a m- or a moment of like mistakes you know so people asked me what my opinions were my opinion is this if you are a comedian and you make a joke you should always re- and this has always been the truth i think that chris rock made a joke that wasn't funny and actually, it's really weird how Chris Rock was all about how we should be very mindful of black women when they lose their hair, especially considering he had made a documentary about hair loss and the trauma and the alopecia the uh, and how it affects black women in particular, because it is something that affects black women more than any other demographic of women. So for him to make a joke about it on stage was a very thoughtless one and i kind of feel like there's also another thing where jada pinkett and will smith and chris rock have had a very complicated history and there's a point where chris rock had continuously mocked jada pinkett for one thing or another and so i was gonna say that you know if chris it's one of those things where if you're a comedian and you know someone doesn't like you and you make a joke about them it doesn't really seem like a smart idea to do it so for me personally i feel like chris rock in a lot of ways put himself in a position where it wasn't exactly a good one but as for will smith i cannot say i i the one thing i will say because i don't want to really stir the pot too much with this because i think will smith stirred the pot enough and hit the situation i do want to say that will smith did the right thing and resigned from the academy because that is the the thing to avoid the most consequences and i do think that in my opinion that it's almost, it's complicated you see even you lose yourself thinking about this but it's one of those things where the academy was going to punish him and to avoid being punished will smith did a good jo- did the right thing and resigned and I'm glad he didn't lose his Oscar because you know what? If he would have lost his Oscar, they should have taken they should take that Oscar away from Rowan Polanski and Harvey Weinstein because if the Academy doesn't want to condone violence, then they might as well take the Oscar away from all the violent people. As one of my friends once said, you know, the Academy will say that when you hit someone on stage, but they will not say that when you rape another Academy Award winner. Which is true because they didn't say anything to Roman Polanski. In fact, everyone wanted him to win Best Director. So it's one of those things where I'm glad he didn't get his Oscar taken away. And I feel like in a lot of ways that Chris Rock put himself in a situation. So it's complicated. 
Chris Rock should have not made the joke because, again, he knew how sensitive the topic was. He made a movie about it. He clearly knows. And he has a bad relationship with Jada Pinkett. Like, what is his deal making fun of her? Like, it's no like he's done it multiple times and it's clearly not been received well. So why is he doing it? And but there's also the thing of like Will Smith should have figured out something else because that moment did not age really well. And I don't know if I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, again, if you're a comedian and you make fun of someone that doesn't like you, you know, if you get punched in the face, it hap- it's going to happen. Or it's going to be one of those things where it's a consequence that may or may not happen. But it doesn't mean your free speech was violated, you know, because it's the consequence of something you did. You know, you're not free. You're free to speak, but you're not free from the consequences. And Chris Rock wants to move on from it. That's my that's my thought on it. Chris Rock wants to move on. So we need to move on because we're, we're taking this away from movies like Coda. First movie with an all-deaf cast to win. Jane Campion, second, third woman to ever win Best Director. Troy Katsu. So we have a lot of accomplishments that are being taken away. And that's why half this episode was about that. It wasn't about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. And you know what? We need. I personally think that we need to move on because, again, Chris Rock wants to move on. And if he didn't call the police, which, you know, I'm glad he didn't because, again, that has a whole array of implications, and I don't want to discuss the race aspect of it because everyone has their dead opinions about what if it was a white man. I, no, that doesn't matter. It's between two actors, Chris Rock and um, and Will Smith. So let's move on. Let's really move on because it's getting to a point where the award ceremony had a lot, had a lot of good things in it. You know what? And I want to focus on that. But I guess if you want to know my opinion, if I thought Will Smith was justified, I'll never reveal that. Because you know what? That's not the important thing. Because that's not the discussion. The discussion should be about all the good things that happened at the award ceremony, all the people who won. And also, just the fact that we need to respect the wishes of Chris Rock, who wants to move on. And heck, even at a comedy show, somebody tried to make tried to come for will smith and yet chris rock decided not to do it say anything i think it's a learning moment for everybody involved and my heart goes out to all three of them because all three of them in some way or another were hurt by this incident and it's much more complicated and it's gonna and i don't want to last an hour talking about this because you're not interested in the complications and trust me no one is having a good conversation about this so that's my takes on the Academy Awards. Not not the most lively episode towards the end, but you know what? Congrats to everyone who won, and I hope there's a place for healing because we really do need to heal from this. Mm-hmm.